This episode is brought to you by Dietz and Watson. Uh, Molly, it's time we have the talk about hot dogs. Oh, oh, okay. Well, hey, (laughs) I'm looking for a hot dog that's the real deal, Matthew. Like a classic hot dog that like when you think of like the platonic ideal of a hot dog, Mm -hmm. I recommend Dietz and Watson's Dietz Dogs. Ah, well, I've heard that they're handcrafted and made using only Dietz and Watson premium meat. I can vouch for this because Dietz and Watson sent us a big box of hot dogs and other delights. And wife of the show, Lori, and I had them for dinner last night. We had uh, the classic beef Dietz dogs with uh, toasted buns with sauerkraut and pickled jalapenos and Dietz and Watson ballpark style yellow mustard. Do you think you'd recommend Dietz and Watson hot dogs for fried rice? Oh, yeah. Fried rice with some sliced hot dogs. I'm going to be doing that soon. Wife of the show, Lori, is going to be making the hot dog flour buns from Christina Cho's cookbook, Mooncakes and Milk Bread. Very excited for this. Mm, And I'm especially pleased because Dietz and Watson does things the right way. So this means like no additives, no fillers, no artificial flavors, no cutting corners. You can feel good about this stuff. Dietz and Watson. It's a family thing since 1939. Shop now at Dietz slash the right way. That's Dietz, D-I-E-T-Z, and Watson.com slash the right way. Hey, listeners, it's me, host Matthew. Remember last week when Molly took over the ads? Well, this time it's just you and me. And I'm here to tell you about Kensington Publishing and Banana Cream Pie Murder by Joanne Fluke. Now, you remember Joanne Fluke. She writes culinary mysteries. In this one, Hannah Goes Bananas for murder. The New York Times bestselling author and queen of culinary mystery has whipped up her latest recipe-filled book, Banana Cream Pie Murder. Hannah Swenson returns from her honeymoon to find Lake Eden ripe with murder. Can she solve the case without going bananas, or will the killer give her the slip? And uh, it doesn't say this, but like, if she takes too long, are the bananas going to get all spotty and dark and like mushy inside, which as you know is Molly's and my greatest fear? Banana Cream Pie Murder by Joanne Fluke is on sale now everywhere books are sold. More info at kensingtonbooks.com. I'm Molly. And I'm Matthew. And this is Spilled Milk, the show where we cook something delicious, eat it all, and you can't have any. And today we are talking about root beer. We are not cooking nothing. No, but we're drinking, drinking heavily. Yes. Hardy, um, heartily? You know, they do sell hard root beer these days. I, you know, I thought about getting that, and, like, I probably would have if I hadn't already walked out of the store when I had that thought. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, not your father's root beer. Yeah, we were sent some of it at Dino's, I think, before we opened, and um, one of our staff members was, you know, just drinking it to taste it, and he drank the whole thing, and then was like, whoa, dude, why do I have, a like, a buzz? And then he realized that it was alcoholic. I That is, like, the only time I've ever heard about it is like you know i accidentally gave it to my kid and that sort of thing right um right. is it is it good it doesn't seems like it probably isn't but i haven't ever tasted okay. it actually well anyway so uh so let what is root beer i was kind of surprised when i looked up what root beer is because it, it was more complicated than i expected because like the the flavor of like a cola is a pretty simple combination of flavors it is yeah it's uh citrus cinnamon and vanilla is cola Interesting. Root beer is like all over the place. You can put so many different things in your root beer and call it root beer. Well, Theoretically, it's supposed to be like sassafras flavored. But, but that's, sassafras root is like not good for you, right? No, it's illegal. Okay. In fact, okay. I mean, in, in America. And root beer, it's interesting. Some of it, when you start looking for it, you notice a lot of like spearminty flavors in it. But it also has a, a like a, such a caramelly flavor. Like it's got a lot of mint in it, though. 
So I did never. I never noticed this, but I was uh, I was talking to my daughter uh, about root beer this morning, and she's like, "It kind of tastes wintergreeny to me," and I'm like, "That's crazy." And then when I looked it up, uh, I found that wintergreen is a very common ingredient in God, root your beer. Your daughter is really she's something. She else. should take over the show. Probably. She should. Yeah. I mean, she, she take well, over for you. We're gonna keep this show going for years and years, and eventually our daughters are gonna take it over. Oh for yeah. us. <laughs> this is our and, legacy, and that would sound something like. Like this. <laughs> I'm trying to think of what June would say. I don't know. I think I think Iris would <laughs> would get frustrated and walk off the show. I think you're right because she's 13. <clears throat> so anyway, uh, so it's got a whole bunch of roots in it. It, it also clearly has, you know, mint. Is um, wintergreen a mint? I think wintergreen is a mint. Yeah. Um. Anyway, what else is going on in there? Um. So when I was a kid, and we'll we'll get to memory lane but like uh one thing that i remember as a kid was um my mom or dad teaching me to spell the word sarsaparilla which is which is a funny word and and it's not pronounced the way it looks no it's not pronounced sarsaparilla Mm -hmm. um and then saying like you know there's there's a drink called sarsaparilla that's kind of like root beer i'm like oh i want to try that and we found some and it tasted like root beer well and there's also like birch beer and all kinds of other things like that all of these different like uh root and bark derived beverages i almost feel like if that that root beer is sort of a catch-all category for like soda that isn't a cola or a lemon lime or an orange soda Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, because they taste some of them taste quite different from others yeah yeah they really do i mean i I think we'll probably encounter that even among the four root beers we're going to taste today which are all like readily available brands yeah i wanted i wanted to go with kind of fairly well-known brands and there were some that that i thought were going to be easy to find that were not like so, barks yeah i wanted barks and i wanted mug and i i didn't find either of them i found a two liter of mug this morning but mm-hmm. i was like i'm not gonna try right. and chill a two liter right barks was the, how would i even do that barks was the root beer of my youth um it was what was sold in the vending machine at my middle school it has bite oh you're right it does yeah. it, like ruffles have ridges exactly yeah um anyway i think i remember tasting it not too long ago probably when brandon and i did that big root beer tasting for it seems like this root beer tasting made a big impression on you. Like it was a, a formative I, moment in your adult life. I remember Barks being delicious, um, but very sweet. Yeah. Very, very sweet. But anyway, we, we didn't get any today. Bummer. No, they they have it on tap at uh, Pagliacci Pizza down the street. But uh, we could we could go after this and, and get a fountain Barks uh, and not talk about it on the show. Oh, Maybe. great. Sure. Okay, yeah. cool. Well, can we drink some? Yes, please. So Let's should we do start this. with the A&W because it's like the most mainstream brand yeah. or should we start with something else? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Didn't we talk about this on a recent episode? Yeah, because we did root beer floats like two weeks ago. Oh, and what did we what did we say A&W stood for? Like Oh, Ambergris and Whoopio. <laughs> of course. Oh, this has got this has got a nice nice little head on it. So do you. Oh, I thought you were talking about me. <laughs> oh, let's let's smell it. Let's do this like a wine tasting. God, that is just good. That is classic. It um, it kind of leaves your mouth with this similar kind of tingly feeling that toothpaste sometimes does. But oh, it, it just, totally does. Just for a second, and then it goes away. Oh, and the, the wintergreen, once you know it's there, is so pronounced, I think. Not not out of balance pronounced. So was there? So the root beer of your youth was, was Barks. Um, yeah. I think the root beer of my youth was, was probably A&W, but I remember— Would you go to, like, an A&W, like— 
restaurant. Brick and mortar yes. place. Yes, occasionally. I think there was one in Portland, but I could be misremembering, and it was like somewhere we went on vacation or something. And, um, and, and did A&W, did the restaurants, did they have like a full menu or was it? Yeah. I mean, was it like going to a Dairy Queen? <laughs> no, where it, it was just root beer. Well, but was the emphasis on like root beer floats, but they also had food? I mean, kind of like Dairy Queen's like that, right? The emphasis is on yes. sweets, but there's also. Yes, to the extent that I don't know if I've been to Dairy Queen dozens of times. And I don't think I've ever gotten like a Dairy Queen burger. No, um, no, nobody does that. A&W, uh, I definitely w- would get an A&W burger. And I I will still now, if I go to an A&W in Canada, where it's quite popular, get an A&W burger. They're good. Oh, that's interesting. You know what? I think of I think of root beer as being like this very American thing. Like I've even I think I've talked with like, uh, oh, I was having lunch recently with June and her best friend from school and her best friend. One of her parents is French. And I was drinking a root beer uh, with lunch. Uh-huh. And and this other mom was like. She asked if she could smell the root beer. <laughs> and so she smelled the root beer and she like turned up her nose. I mean, in a very, in a, you know, not prissy way, but just kind of like, whoa, that is weird stuff. I can't imagine drinking that. Like, I think, I, I think of root beer as being so American, but I guess it's also, like, maybe it's North American. Uh, okay. A couple things. First of all, can you think of something that is so American that you can't get it in Canada? No. I mean, other than like the death penalty? Cougar gold? Uh, maybe. Cheese? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, the death penalty. <laughs> um, Donald Trump. Yeah, um, I don't think he's. Uh, I think, do they're you think gonna he's get, ever been to Canada. I think they're going to get more of that than they than they need in Canada. Yeah, but uh, okay. I don't think I've ever had someone ask to smell my drink. That seems weird. Did um, it seem weird at the time? Well, because no, it didn't seem weird to me because I do think root beer has a strong smell. Like I think. Like, you know, when I stick my nose in a glass of cola, I'm not aware of it. Um, There's something about, I think, the combination of flavors that make up root beer, particularly maybe the miltiness. (laughs) Do you know what milt is? (laughs) Milt is fish sperm. (laughs) (laughs) I've I've had it. It's delicious. No, I mean... I mean the mintiness because yeah. mint is very fragrant, right? So I don't know. I think that root beer is among the most fragrant of sodas. <laughs> I I agree with you, but I feel like that was sort of a non-answer to my question because, like, hey, I mean, I, I don't stop, think it's weird for somebody to, to sniff my soda. I mean, if, if someone who wants can if sniff you're, my if soda, if you were eating a fragrant soup and someone wanted to sniff your soup, would you think that was weird? No. Okay. If you were wearing a fragrant perfume or or had like uh, you know put on a fragrant lip balm and someone wanted to like sniff your lip, okay. <laughs> where I want to know where the line is because I think, I think, I think sniffing me, I think sniffing my lips. <laughs> Is something that nobody but myself should be doing. Right. I I think all those things are weird. I agree that lip sniffing is the weirdest. <laughs> and, I, and I feel weird just having said it. So I feel like compared to other sodas, yeah. I remember a lot of root beer brands from where, when I was a kid. Because I remember A&W and Barks and Hires. Oh, and I don't IBC. That. Oh, IBC. That yes. was another one that of my That is still available. Youth. I didn't get it today. Okay. So I don't have a strong taste memory of it like I do of Barks. Yeah, I don't either. Um, 
I oh, I want to say I got most of these root beers at the um, uh, soda store near my house. So on Broadway in Seattle, there is a soda and candy store called Rocket Fizz. I believe it's part of a chain. Uh-huh. Um, and I want to encourage everyone to go there because it seems like the kind of place that like I can't personally keep in business because I'm not going to buy enough soda and candy. But I don't want it to go out of business. So you should all go there. Thank you. You're welcome. Let's oh, so, taste another. So this is uh, Thomas Kemper. Mm-hmm. That's good. It's got... Um, it's sweeter and less minty. Is it sweeter? Maybe it's not sweeter, but it's less minty. I don't think it's sweeter. It's got to me. It's got sort of like a, a kind of a bitter backbone that the A and W doesn't have. It makes it a little more sophisticated. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is what we carry at Delancey. Yeah, it is. I mean, I was gonna say it is very sweet, but it's soda. Mm-hmm. Mm, that grows on me. Yeah, I like it. And this, you know, uh, Thomas Kemper it's is also really... a little bit less fizzy. That's true. It's Thomas Kemper is very nostalgic for me because I remember drinking it like, you know, in my early days in Seattle. I can't oh, believe yeah? I'm old enough to have early days in Seattle. Well, you've been here for like more than 20 years. More than 20 years. That's bullshit. I've been here for 14 years. I mean, how am I even old enough for that? How, yeah. How are you even old enough to drink root beer? Um, so now we're tasting dad's old fashioned root beer. I love the label on this. It is so old school. It's um, great. I'm going to post a picture of the label. I don't actually know, though, if this is actually an old brand. Or um, is this I, appealing to my nostalgia? Just... I know. I definitely remember Dad's also from when I was a kid. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Okay, let's try it. Oh, this has, like, no head left. Hmm. Oh, whoa. Super minty. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. It's like it's like someone dissolved toothpaste in it. Mm-hmm. Wow, that one is, like, that is, like, a mint soda. So I think root beer is a thing like, did you ever read the, uh, we've probably talked about this before, the Malcolm Gladwell article about Heinz ketchup? No. Um, it was about how, like, why why there are, are there a million different mustards and salsas, but there's really only one ketchup that anyone buys? Yes. Um, and it's because, like, they've they perfected, like, the balance that a ketchup should have it's to the extent that- It's a perfectly engineered food right, product. Right, it's a perfectly engineered food product to the extent that it defines what ketchup is for practically everyone in America. Uh-huh. And I think- you know, there isn't just one root beer. I mean, I think A and W is the market leader, um, but there's like a you know particular. It's easy to make a bad root beer. I think is what I'm saying. Like, you know, if it's a little bit out of whack, you're like, eh. yeah, yeah. And that one was definitely out of whack. Yeah, that was out of whack. It was unbalanced. It was <laughs> dad. Dad has become unbalanced. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's try Virgil's. This is the three-time winner of outstanding beverage at Nafts. I'm realizing now that for every one of these root beers. What do we think NAFTS stands for? (laughs) Oh, the National Association of Fizzy, wait, is N-A-F-T-S? N-A-F-N-A-F-S-T. Oh, uh, the National Association of Fizzy Soda, I don't know what the T stands for. The National Um, Association of Fizzing Soft Drinks. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, soft drinks. (laughs) This one too loses its head very quickly. <laughs> I wonder if we're pouring it wrong. <laughs> My dad, dad's well, become unbalanced and lost this, his head. Shouldn't this make it have more head if we're pouring it incorrectly? If you just plunk it into the the cup, is that what we're doing though? Maybe we're pouring Sorta. too gently. Oh, okay. So this is Virgil's. This is made uh, in California. Oh, this is made by Reeds. Oh, like like the Reeds ginger brew. Yeah. So I. 
I feel like I, I realize now, like, I thought I was going into the store and just, like, picking sort of a random assortment of appealing root beers, but now I feel like I have, a like, a nostalgic twinge that goes with each of them. I love I love it when you have nostalgic twinges. I know. I should I get that looked at. I don't think I like this one either. Now I'm understanding why we chose Thomas Kemper at Delancey. I think we didn't want to work with, like, a major um, soda company. Oh, this is very different. To get like A&W or plus A&W has high fructose corn syrup. Sure. Hmm. I don't like this. It's I like it thin. better than dad's. It is definitely thin. Uh, Virgil's is the root beer that I would always drink. Like I, now that I say the story, like it's embarrassing in a variety of ways, I think. Um, but uh, in the early 2000s, I was doing uh, stand up comedy every week at this wine bar in God, Greenwood. That's embarrassing. I feel for that you, no dude. longer exists. I was not very good. And I would always order a Virgil's root beer. <laughs> Why did I go to a wine bar and order a root beer? I don't know, because I was a dork. That's amazing. Way to own it, dude. Yeah, and uh, back then the Virgil's root beer had uh, one of those, you know, like uh, metal contraption pop-off caps like a Grolsch. Oh, so you were high rolling. Oh, yeah, I could... could could spring for the fancy root beer Woo. on all my all my stand up comedy money. Wow, <laughs> which um, was uh, I th- actually no, I was going to say it was completely unpaid, but I think we got free root beer. <laughs> maybe that's <laughs> that. Maybe that's why. So what? So when do you drink root beer now? Only when doing stand up. Um, which you don't do anymore. No. So uh, I drink root beer with pizza. I think root beer and pizza is great. I think it's one of the best combinations in food. I would say in particular root beer and pepperoni pizza. Absolutely. Oh, my God. That is just a match made in heaven. And, you know, I personally, I feel like the trashier the pizza, the better. Yeah. I think root beer wants trashy pizza. Yeah. Oh, boy. I, I want that. I want that now. Yeah. I want, like. Like Pagliacci. Yeah, I would take a Celeste for one with this with this root beer. Um, That's a yeah, that is a good idea. Isn't it like like the a, way that it gets all gummy behind your front teeth? I just never like that. That was pretty gross. Would I would I like turn <laughs> it down if the if the alternative was no pizza? No, no, no. It's like it's like sex. It is sex <laughs> for some <laughs> that, people. That is why they call it Celeste for one. Um, <laughs> okay. This episode is brought to you by The Great Courses Plus. And you know, we love food-related topics around here, but we also love learning about other topics, too. And that's why we enjoy our subscription to The Great Courses Plus. So there's history. There's science. There's photography. There is practically anything. There are over 8,000 lectures on The Great Courses Plus, and you can binge watch them all for one low price a month. And you can watch on your smartphone, you can watch on your tablet, your laptop, you can start watching on one device and pick up on another. So I just watched one called the Wine Tasting Toolkit, and it's awesome because I know basically jack about wine. And uh, they have an actual master of wine, which is a real thing as the lecturer. Um, let me tell you, the set on this on this uh, lecture is awesome. It, it It is the room that you would wish you were in when you were tasting wine at all times. And she explains, like, what does tannic mean? What does astringent mean? What are all of these adjectives that people throughout how can you learn uh, to recognize particular aromas that people talk about in a wine it's got everything in one lecture and if you sign up now for the great courses plus you'll get the first full month for free by going to thegreatcoursesplus.com/milk and you can watch the wine lecture you can watch all of the lectures i talked i've talked about over 8000 without paying anything extra without paying anything at all in fact for your first month so get started today. Go to thegreatcoursesplus.com slash milk. That's thegreatcoursesplus.com slash milk.
Well, I feel like I don't have anything else to say about root beer. Yeah, I mean, as, as I said, we already, if you're wondering why we, oh, I know something that I need to say. Uh, if you're wondering why we're not talking about root beer floats, it's because we did it, I think, two weeks ago. Yeah. But go back to the ice cream floats or ice cream sodas. I think there was probably a lot of, like, grunting and moaning in and that crying. episode. Oh, that was the episode where I cried a whole bunch. <laughs> um, at, like, actual crying. Yes. <laughs> yeah. At A&W yeah. restaurants in Canada, and I... I mean, I don't even know if it exists anymore at all in America. Um, but it, it, anyway, at A&W that I've been to in Canada, they have a freezer case right behind the counter that is full of glass mugs. And when you order a root beer, they dispense oh. it from the fountain soda into this, like, negative, colder, like, you know, freeze your ass off cold mug. Um and uh, and and you get this frosty mug of root beer, and the root beer actually starts to like freeze to the side of the mug. Hey, can we and, take uh, a? So maybe this summer when it's why really didn't hot. Why did I put the glasses in the freezer before you came over? Hold on. Yeah. This summer when it gets hot, mm-hmm. can we take a road trip up to Vancouver together? Yes. We, I, we can use my car. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, and um, we can go to A and W, and we can also go to like a whole bunch of the restaurants that you like up there. Chinese food. We could have some dim sum. Can we have uh, some more A and W? And I want to do it when it's hot, because then we can go to A and W and like have this like frosty mug experience when it's yes. hot. I feel like that is like real. It's gonna be ecstatic. Can we go to English Bay Beach and eat a hot dog on the beach? Sure, whatever that is. God, I love hot dogs. Yeah, yeah. I love I love beach hot dogs. I don't um, think I've ever had a beach hot dog. Yeah, you're gonna. It's gonna be great. Oh, I can't wait. Maybe we can record this road trip. I was gonna say, can we can we like tape some of this? Maybe even like uh, you know, our this show sort of started in a car. Yeah, let's do. <laughs> let's... The show was conceived in the backseat of a car. <laughs> <laughs> let's let's do let's do Abby. Write this on our. Let's agenda. do Abby. Let's. <laughs> Well, this show was so great until we were sued for sexual harassment. Anyway, but um, Abby, hey, let's do another spilled milk retreat. Okay. This summer, you, me, Abby, on the road to Canada. Okay. And uh, we'll record a bunch of stuff. This is great. Could we, I feel like our, our retreats are becoming more and more frequent because like that'll be like less than a year since our last annual retreat. And I am all for that. A hundred percent on board. I'm willing to throw some money at that. Okay. Okay. Um, oh, this is very exciting. Yeah. We're going to, okay. we could probably get like a couple episodes out of this. I think we could too. Okay. It's going to pay for itself. <laughs> <laughs> right, <laughs> it's gonna pay. We'll we'll do some uh, some stand up comedy dates while we're up there. Oh, you know, great. rake in a ton of money doing that. Great, yeah. Um, and uh, all right, so root beer, it's delicious for the most part. Yeah. And don't forget to pick up your copy of Banana Cream Pie Murder by Joanne Fluke. Available everywhere books are sold. You know, your local bookstore, kensingtonbooks.com, Amazon. How do I know it's on Amazon? Because I just searched Amazon for Banana Fluke and it came right up. That's Banana Cream Pie Murder by Joanne Fluke. So I, I guess uh, to go back to root beer for a second, like if I'm if I'm at a place where they have like a, a selection of artisan sodas, I'm going to be kind of wary about picking an unknown root beer because most of them feel like unbalanced to me. I guess I'm that I'm ending on a sour note. I do feel like what we're maybe hinting at here is a perfectly engineered food product, and that is A and W root beer. But it's it's but not. But we haven't like exhaustively you know compared. Yeah, no, I like the Kemper and like. 
I, I think with a lot of these things, like if you don't taste them as part of a taste test, they're probably all going to be good. I agree. I agree. I think that it is a little unfair. Like if we were to taste colas in a taste test, you know, we would probably like Coca-Cola yeah. best. However, if we were to taste them separately, we'd be like, oh, this Pepsi is delicious. Yeah. Or hey, this tab. I love this tab. <laughs> I love tab. <laughs> um, RC. It's the Royal Crown Cola. Yeah, it's like you don't want to you don't want to like, you know, put someone like in a lineup with a bunch of uh, supermodels. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's exactly what this is like. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, fine. You can find us online at SpilledMilkPodcast.com, uh, where you can see, we'll put, post a list of the four root beers we just tasted, I guess. Yeah. And Did, um, I don't um, know, you can uh, you could suggest some music for our road trip. Oh, yeah, great, that, that you're not invited on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And we're, that we're probably not going on for, I don't know, like five months. Oh, yeah. but Six I mean, months. The, the, the time will fly by. Yeah, it will. <laughs> Okay. Um, and uh, you can find us in Canada as, as often as possible. You can find at us on spilledmilkpodcast.ca. <laughs> exactly. We should register that. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash spilledmilkpodcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, where, uh, I mean, I, I would definitely like to hear about like what's, what's your favorite root beer, uh, especially among ones that we didn't try. Because mm-hmm. I'm, you know, I'm going to go back to that soda shop that I don't want to go out of business and I'll probably pick up a new root beer. Cool. You know what they had there? They have, they have all these crazy sodas, including one that was called San Francisco Fog Soda that's like a gray soda. <laughs> I kind of want to try it. I'm sure it's not good, but it's beautiful. Cool. Whoa. Oh, wow. Uh, hey, everybody, we've got a dog here in the studio. Yeah. Uh, you can leave us a review on iTunes. Mm-hmm. We'd love that. We would love that. It always helps. And until next time... <laughs> Thank you for listening to Spilled Milk. I'm Amblegoose. And I'm Whoopia. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>little bit of a cold so i don't think we should share cups but let's each have one cup and a and a, a dumping bin wow dumping bin that's a rubbish bin let's get all british on this live life at your pace click the banner or go to visit williamsburg.com to discover how because here in williamsburg life moves at one pace yours visit a live archaeological dig site on the very grounds where america began or walk the fields where our country was won Live like a colonial by day or track 18th century ghosts by night. For all the history to be found here, there's plenty more to make for yourself. It's all waiting for you in Williamsburg. Book your trip today and live life at your pace.